Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The biggest convention of its kind ever in the UK, Wrestling Media Con 2018 is heading to Manchester on the 8th and 9th of September. Wrestling Media Con 2018 will feature live wrestling shows from Revolution Pro and Impact Wrestling, meet and greet with all the talent, panel discussions from the likes of Inside the Ropes, and workshops on how to get into the world of professional wrestling from former WWE writers and bookers. There will also be guest matches from Defiant and NGW and an NWA World title defense by Nick Aldis taped for £10 of gold. Other names announced for Wrestling MediaCon 2018 include The Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer, Colt Cabana, Sean Waltman, Cultaholic, Botchamania, myself and Ollie from the Wrestle Ramble, and many more to be announced. Wrestling MediaCon comes to the Bowlers Exhibition Center in Manchester, England on the 8th and 9th of September. Tickets are available now from WrestlingMediaCon.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined on this special WrestleMania Predictions Day. By Luke Owen. Hello, Swaff Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. Happy WrestleMania weekend. And a happy WrestleMania weekend to you too. The the sort of day calendar based joke at the moment is Rusev Day this, Rusev Day that. It's WrestleMania weekend. It's WrestleMania weekend. You and I, uh, we watched the Shinsuke Nakamura Chronicle documentary they've currently got up on the network, which someone has since informed me was on YouTube first. And then we watched their new um, top 10 WrestleMania moments Mm. with the Coachman, Come On Coachman, and Charlie Caruso, filmed very much in front of a green screen, but in the WrestleMania center, big air quotes for podcast listeners, and that really did gear me up. It's, it, you know, us talking about WrestleMania got me very excited, but just seeing, like, because Evolve had a show yesterday, and Matt Riddle's Bloodsport was yesterday, and everyone's just kind of getting really excited. We've got Spring Break tonight, we've got more Evolve stuff. It's, I've got WrestleMania fever, man. And then Saturday, we've got Ring of Honor and NXT. Same here, yeah. I'm looking forward to coming back on Sunday, where we, yeah, we'll be back on Sunday reviewing NXT. We might review the main event of uh, Supercard of Honor as well. Uh, we'll see how we get on for time. But yeah, I guess because my lady partner is working tomorrow. Oh, nice. So maybe this guy, Bowl of Cornflakes, going to watch a few bit bit, bit of indie wrestling there, mate. Lovely, a little bit of indie gonna wrestling there. Going to watch a little there. bit of indie wrestling. Oh, well, well, when you do, let us know your, your login. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. How can we keep up with all the various streams? I know, right? Uh, well, it's legally. All, it's We're all trying on, to do it legally, it's but all on sometimes fight. we can't. It's just all on Fight TV. Oh, is it really? Yeah, okay. every, like, Evolve's on there, Bloodsport's on there, um, and all the stuff on Tomorrow is on Fight TV as well. Fight TV's pretty good for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Because Ring of Honor have got their new streaming deal going Yeah, Honor on, Club's so, just launched, yeah. hasn't it? So I can't... I was trying to figure out which one's more financially viable. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure we'll... Uh, we are on a mission to be subscribed <laughs> to every streaming service. That's what Ramble Club has done to us. Yep. We thought, hey, let's launch another podcast. That will get more Patreons in. And, you know, we could... Help, that will help us out, getting a bit more money. But all that money has just been eaten up by wrestling subscriptions. God damn them. To fuel the Ramble Club. Unfortunately as well, we are currently six days into April and we haven't recorded Ramble Club yet, which means we're now, at this point, we're going to have all of the matches from March and a lot of stuff over WrestleMania weekend we'll probably end up covering in Ramble Club. I think or- Ra- I see Ramble Club as more of a middle-of-the-month release. Mm. Yeah, because Wrestle Ramble Extra is at the end of the month. Oh, oh, I don't, to, yeah, I don't want both. Trying to space them out, and we just like released a four-hour Wrestle Ramble yeah. extra. Like we, the people don't need more of us. Like they've had us every single day this week. Like, the last thing they need is more of us. But the Patreon people or the Pledgehammers, Pledgehammers, they. Uh, do you think more people are going to donate because they've got a cool <laughs> name now? Well, here's the thing. So I was actually just checking out the uh, the Patreon uh, community over there that we discussed yesterday, and it was um, that was too Michael Cole for my life. Was it? It was just that it sounded like Wrestle Talk Universe. Been checking out the Patreon community. Well, so, on the pledgehammers. So, well, that's the that's my point here. Okay, James okay. Dillon, because uh, they com- they call themselves Community Ramble at the moment, and uh, he has said he's put up a post asking for their official name. By lunchtime today, I will type up a list of all the names submitted mm. last night. If anyone has a suggestion they missed out on or submitting it, it add it here to this list. Once I post this list, everyone pick the three names they like the most, and I'll leave it up to the weekend. And after WrestleMania, I will email Luke the names that we would like to be called. Whoa, I, we've created something that's... It's like the robot I made... <laughs> Has become self-aware. It's Skynet we give all over the again. names. <laughs> As I said, I was like, that is a better democratic process because currently we just picked a name and have given it to you. The lazy man in me is a fan of doing it this way. <laughs> people, don't worry, I've already done it. Here's what we've decided. Cool, I'll take that. But there is another part of me that's like, guys, I've already decided. Yeah, you called pledge hammers. Also, I don't think they're going to come up with anything better than pledge hammers. But if they vote, not for, are you? Have you put pledge hammers in there? Well, I mean, I haven't. I mean, it's a democratic process. Like da- James, James Dillon is collecting everything together anyway. Has anyone, ch- has no, anyone no suggested one, pledge? No hammers? one has added anything yet. But he's going to take pledge hammers from the YouTube comments yesterday, so he will okay. pick that up. You should. Can you write on there now? This is <laughs> yeah. like live. Hold on, hold on, Nuke. Just so you know, we're currently <laughs> recording the ramble podcast i'm not allowed to type stuff intro in the and outro but, least, but i'm i'm talking it. while i do it ollie so it makes it funnier you just type and then go fill time will you yeah or i just type when you're talking <laughs> yeah. anyway ollie with me. wants you to make sure that pledge hammers is Ooh, a is choice, gold, isn't it? In the list, mm. right? I have posted it now. Cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so that is we've had our suggestion. If it doesn't win, I'm kind of hoping our, us endorsing that gives it a bit of weight. Yeah. Or maybe we totally Roman Reigns that situation. <laughs> 
and people turn on on Pledgehammer. Pledgehammer's kind of dun, Are you excited for the level of booze that Roman Reign might get at WrestleMania 34? No, I'm not. It's not. It's not a situation I enjoy anymore. Yeah, it's, I, it's, like yeah. they talk about it in the show. Like before, it was it was fun fun to boo Roman Reigns and then it was kind of fun to disagree with people who boo Roman Reigns now I've just reached the point where I want it to stop <laughs> I just I don't want I don't enjoy the debate anymore it's not it's us just, mate it's just broken records and it, what what's the word when uh oh, I can't remember the phrase now but like when stuff becomes empty arguments because you've just heard it mm-hmm. so many times mate, well, no, I hear you man but um, do you want to have a little bit of correspondence before we get into the show hit me up so this was an email we got in uh, yesterday from Ben Matthews entitled the Wrestle Ramble may have saved my life. Whoa! Now we get these sort of emails all the time, and I really like getting these emails. Humble people, brag. no, it's not. It's not like, it is a bit of a humble brag, but no, cause humble brag is more like if something that I'm, I'm moaning about that I'm right. then discussing. Uh, now we we save a lot of people's lives, but this well, one here. Well, no, it's because like we get a lot of these emails, and people's like, you know, I'm very down in the dumps, and your podcast mm. really sort of inspired me to to get out and just like do something else, and I like, and I and I love that. But this one here, this 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 really did. Uh, this, I've, I've just got to read this to you. Cool. Um, so just for a bit of context, I've been listening to Wrestle Talk for years now, and I've been listening to the Ramble since last year's Mania predictions when Luke started with Wrestle Talk. Back then, I used to comment on every news video criticizing Ollie's choice of T-shirt because he went through a cycle of three every week. <laughs> but now I just like to sit back and enjoy the content. I have often heard yours and Ollie's emails on the Ramble before, but never had a good enough reason to send one. Until now. So a while ago, I heard about you. I heard about this phenomenon known as the butterfly effect—the basic idea that one small, unrelated decision from somebody can vastly affect someone else. Anyway, the story goes like this: A few months back, the Beast of the East was a thing. I think it was Beast from the East was a thing. Was it? It was uh, the, the, the snowstorm. The storm, we, yeah, yes. the snowstorm we had. I was on my back to the email. I was on my way back home from work and was walking to my car from the train station, remembering I had downloaded the latest Ramble podcast as it got posted just as I left work. There was snow everywhere and the roads were icy as it was the first day of the storm. I got into my car and before I set out, I set up the Ramble on my Bluetooth speaker that takes a few moments. Once I heard the iconic support wrestle talk, I set off, which means that he sat there and listened to the little plug that we have at the start that was probably plugging the uh, the magazine just as i pulled around the around try that again just as i pulled out of my road car park car parking space these are written the road there just as i pulled out of my car parking space and drive slowly toward the road a massive overzealous pickup truck came quickly around the corner i was just about to turn on as a result right in front of me this truck slid over to the other side of the road where i would have been thankfully no one was injured however i had a thought if i had not taken that extra few moments to connect my speaker and listen to the ramble the truck would have smashed that my driver's side and likely seriously seriously injured or maybe even killed me based on the speed it was going slash sliding and also as an apprentice i drive an uh just driving the car that he died another epiphany i thought that that episode posted only moments before i was leaving work which is kind of scary as if you'd waited a few minutes more to post it the consequences wouldn't have been great so yeah my advice for anyone out there is don't wait to listen or download the ramble <laughs> as it may save your life and it's sort of entertaining unfortunately i'm not on an iphone so i can't leave an itunes review but it would be a solid four stars good luck for mania week i've got and you've got one grateful fan who will be listening every day anyway i've rambled enough thank you for reading ben matthews wow what an email wow i mean 
the the wrestling mind in me presumes that turned into a feud. Yeah, what between him and the truck? Yeah, yeah. Or the driver of the truck. I've seen Stone Cold get hit by cars. <laughs> it is, yeah. This is long-term booking. Stone Cold done got run down. He's going to come back at, at Survivor Series. That is that is very kind that you attribute that your your life being saved to us. But I did, this is this is a show of the the anxiety in me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm worried that we're posted like <laughs> if we post something at the wrong time and someone dies, we can't claim responsibility for that and then not claim responsibility for all the other people who have died because of the podcast how do you think i feel i load this podcast this is it's my responsibility i am as my email says head of podcast yes this was obviously sent in with the best intentions but now (laughs) oh my god the weight of responsibility (laughs) is gonna crush us But anyway, I really enjoyed getting that email there uh, from okay, Ben. We'll, ju- we'll just do a twenty-four-seven live stream, and then everyone can sit at home and watch us and be safe in their homes. Maybe that's a good idea. Oh god! One last one. I'll try and alleviate yourself here from Mitchell Henderson. Last year, I moved from London to New Zealand. Pay-per-views over in New Zealand usually go live around lunchtime, so oh, watching nice. them with friends during the day was an easy and fun tradition. However, now that I'm watching them by myself until from midnight until four a.m., I find myself falling asleep. Before for the main event. Mm. How on earth do I say conscious for these seven plus hour shows of WrestleMania? Any tips and tricks that will help? Cocaine. It always helps. Funny enough, he actually said, I'm not looking to start a cocaine addiction. Anything else will be better. Okay, just don't watch them live. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, because you don't don't watch pay-per-views live. No, because... I just, you know, I'm just not wired that way anymore. I did my night shifts, my night shift, like, stint. It takes years off your life. And uh, I like waking up early. I love waking up early, me. What was that? What was the pay per view you watched live? Was it Rumble? It was Royal Rumble 2017. Yeah. I was like, well, that's it. (laughs) I'm not doing this again. Because I came in to record the movie podcast that week, and you were like, I haven't recovered. It was like four days later. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not geared that way. I've got quite a specific regimen and schedule at home. So just this year, like to deviate. But this year, you're just getting up at 3 a.m. to start watching it. Like I don't. I don't. That is more appealing to me. I don't get it. Staying up late. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm watching it live this year. I, I WrestleMania. Like I watched the Rumble live. I can't. I have to watch some of these pay per views live. I can't help myself. Mm. But actually, no. It's all right. The last pay per you watched live was SummerSlam last year because we watched it together. Oh yeah. Didn't like that either. And it knackered you out, didn't it? Especially yeah. because we were working as well. We would watch a sh- watch oh. a match, and then we would come in here and record something uh, to react to it. I well, I was gonna sleep in our little office That's thing, right, and yeah. then wake up and record the review. And I was it was like six a.m. and I was started to go to sleep, and then I saw a rat run <coughs> across the floor, and I was I, uh, and I couldn't get sleep, so I just wrote it all and filmed it and died. <laughs> but should we get on with the show? Why not? And this is not just going to be me versus Luke in these predictions. It's not just going to be us versus Wrestling With Regrets Brian Zane, who cruelly and dastardly destroyed your hat, Luke. That little bugger he is. We will also be going up against our lady partners. That's right, it's one of the big four or five if we include money in the bank we did it for royal rumble you all seem to like it weirdly <clears throat> our lady partners who have very little knowledge of wrestling and don't particularly like it have given us their predictions for each match too they certainly have although my wife has just literally told me the people she thinks will win as opposed to giving reasons this time round i asked her if she could possibly give some reasons give some context for her mm. choices but she's been very busy at the moment so i only have her choices 
Well, I've got a, a little line for each one. And in one notable case, just no prediction. Wow. It's just, just a missed off prediction. And uh, she said, oh, do you want me to give you one? I don't know who they are. And I said, it's funnier this way. You'll, <laughs> you'll see what I mean. So, of course, uh, Wrestling With Regrets predictions are going to go up on his channel. We will link to it when that's up. So there might be a weird bit where there is no video uh, beneath us when we do the plugs at the end. But in the spirit of the women's revolution that we have embraced by allowing women to partake in our big four we are embracing them with power yeah. what was that documentary they did the 24 one uh, empowering we're mm. empowering them yeah. uh, with the options to, of letting us know what they think will happen on a show they don't care about mm. because our white male privilege is letting us do this <laughs> so thank you white male. let's all take a moment to acknowledge our white male privilege and say thank you white male privilege for letting us to involve ladies. But also we what need a to... weird roundabout world this is. It really is. And we should almost have a bit of a callback to our old movie podcast mm-hmm. where we should apologise for also being a straight white male. I'm not going to do that anymore. No? No, I'm not an <laughs> apologist. I'm going to apologise for... Bi- I think it's much better that I apologise for being dumb a lot of the time. Yep. And... And not very good at wrestling predictions. So, in the spirit of the women's revolution, as we said, we will kick off with the kickoff of the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. You might not recognise that name. It used to be called the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal, but they've changed it to just WrestleMania. Uh, did you hear about the Chris Jericho story? I did not. So apparently, when all this controversy was happening about the Fabulous Moolah name, Chris Jericho said he texted Vince McMahon and said, you should call it the Sensational Battle Royal, after, like, the Sensational Sherry. And apparently Vince just texts back, THX, thanks. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, so, yeah. Shut up. I thought it wasn't a case of just, like, he's a big fan of George no. Lucas's uh, big sound design thing mm. that he created. No, he's, uh, it was just Vince's way of saying, shut up, Chris. <laughs> Nobody asked your opinion. Yep. But he came up with a money in the bank match idea. You've got to give the man some credit. So we have d- very few people sort of confirmed for either of the Battle Royals. They've been confirmed two more names since we created have this they? list. They've, they've, they've cre- uh, confirmed Absolution in there. Mm-hmm. And we might get an extra match, maybe Banks and Bailey. I think that's going to go on. That's going on. That's going in this, let's be honest. So, uh, out of all of these people, I will let you go first, and I'll go, then we'll do our lady partners. So, we currently have listed... (laughs) (laughs) Nightly, mate. Mm. So, currently we have got Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Natalia, The Riot Squad, and Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, confirmed for this. No doubt there'll be some NXT mm-hmm. lasses in there as well. Um, my prediction for this is Becky Lynch. No, really? Becky Lynch, absolutely. I think that uh, Banks and Bailey are going to um, possibly eliminate each other, mm-hmm. or there'll be some shenanigans where the one eliminates the other, the other one gets back in and throws the other out. But I don't think either of them will be involved in the finish, and I think this will go to the last kicker herself. Interesting. Well, I'm... I'm... I've got a bit more faith in the Banks-Bailey storyline. I think that's the hottest feud outside of the uh, championship matches. To be honest, it's a better feud than Charlotte versus Asuka, storytelling-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's the second best one. Um, I think they're going to cement the... Ba- 
do I think or am I hoping? <clears throat> I'm hoping they're going to cement the Banks heel turn and she's going to turn on Bailey and Banks is going to win. Hmm. Maybe they even like start to team up throughout the match and then there's the turn at the end. If they team up in this match, that would be absolutely ridiculous. It'll be a reluctant team up though. Hmm. But you can tell that story throughout the match. So I've gone for those two. Who has your lady partner gone for? My lady partner has also gone for Sasha Banks. Right. Uh, she likes the boss. My lady partner has also gone for Sasha Banks. So you are. I'm well. I'm off here. the curve here, me. Uh, so because because my lady partner didn't know who a lot of people were, so she would Google them. Uh, because she has good hair, and I don't know the others. Well, I do remember when we did the Royal Rumble predictions, my lady partner would never have picked Becky Lynch out of pure jealousy. Mm. Um, so I think she's gone for Sasha Banks based off that reason. But I, I did mention that Carmella hasn't been confirmed, but she could uh, feature. Oh yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah, and, I literally uh, forgot mm, about her. But maybe they'll keep her off to make it more of a surprise if she does do an attempted cash-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, she, my lady partner's a big fan of Carmella's music. Well, who so is would go for that. Uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, also on the kickoff show. That's already been confirmed by WWE. I'll go first this time, well, I guess. You, you have written oh, some, man, I don't care. You've written <laughs> some names on here that haven't been confirmed I just for a, this. This was more you for my did, lady partners. You did this at the Royal Rumble. You put CM Punk's name on there, which I took off when I sent it across to my lady partner, or my wife, because I thought that was very unfair hey, to give hey, the Punk option. Don't rule it out, man. <laughs> I'm ruling it out, I man. think Conor McGregor's winning this one. <laughs> How about... Who would have thought Conor McGregor would have had the best go-home angle? <laughs> And WrestleMania week. Oh, dearie me. Well, wow. Ru- ruining a whole UFC card. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, way to build up a heel. <laughs> it's one of the most exciting stories I've ever seen Well, in terms of combat sports or, like, wrestling. Oh, obviously, it's deplorable. I was going to say, let's, a lunatic, let's not... But Let's not sensationalise this. But it's, how can you not <laughs> sensationalise it? A guy... Did he fly over from Ireland he, to sort of gate crash this? Well, he basically, like, there was a tweet that uh, Ariel, uh, Ariel Halwani retweeted this, and it really made me laugh. Which is like, I'm not condoning Conor McGregor's actions, but find yourself a friend that will fly across the world to, so that he will join you in a fight. I'd do it for you, man. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, we'd have to be going over. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't want to come over if we were taking the, doing taking the job. The, taking the fall. Uh, but yeah, I think that how can you. It's already sensational. It's an incredible pro wrestling storyline. It just so happens to kind of be real. Well, I was going to say, well, it'd be interesting to see what charges are brought against mm. him and the severity of those charges. Uh, I know that Dana White was uh, very... Dana White essentially said that he is just not going to do business with him anymore. Mm. Um, when someone said, like, are you going to do business with him? Uh, he just went, would you? Yeah. So uh, he has essentially confirmed that he's, he's done. The, thing, the, the most serious thing for me is the severity of the injuries. I read that someone got glass in their eyes. They eye, certainly did, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah Borg got a... Which is why he's been, yeah, he's been pulled off the card. Mm. Uh, yeah, big shame. Uh, anyway, I am going. God, I don't. I really, actually I mean, have it, a pick it for shows this. how little we care about the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal when we're actually more interested in talking about the news. I'd rather talk about Keith Lee wrestling at WrestleMania Access. Are you going to pick Keith Lee? I would this? love to pick Keith Lee for this. Like Keith Lee, Matt Riddle won the Evolve Championship. Mm. Jerry Lawler had a match with Joey Ryan, or at least he accosted Jerry Ryan. So Luke, Luke likes independent wrestling. Isn't, oh, yeah. isn't Luke cool? Oh, look at him. Look, Mr. Cool over here. I'm going to go for Woken Matt Hardy via Woken Bray Wyatt assist. I was also going to go for Woken Matt. 
Yeah, both yeah. of us. Oh, would you look at that? Uh, my uh, lady, my wife, um, because of your erroneous listings, has picked Samoa Joe, which I think is unfair. So has my lady partner, <laughs> Samoa Joe, because he's so big looking. Yeah, but I, I think it might be unfair that we have listed them, uh, them down because they might not even be in the match. I think Joe's going to return the Raw after Mania. Do you know what my prediction is mm-hmm. for the Raw after Mania? Roman Reigns comes out to do his the one the promo he yeah. did last year where he doesn't say anything, just stands in the middle of the ring while everyone boos him. And while he's doing that, Joe comes out from the crowd and uh, puts the Kikina clutch in, and Huge that's his return. baby face pop. Yeah, that's his return. Uh, I like how you think me putting Samoa Joe's name in the possible options is what's stopping our lady partners from having a clean sweep of correct predictions. They could have at least picked someone who's actually confirmed. Okay, so cruiserweight championship match, the culmination of the tournament for twelve. Ten weeks, uh, something I like that. Yeah, can't, can't, I don't know. Yeah. Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Certainly, this should be uh, quite a good match. Actually, we've got well, a t- we got okay. So we have a two-hour pre-show here with three matches, two of which are battle royals. This is the only sing- this is the only match that's on the card that's you know of anything of any value. Um, and it, if given time, if this is given 15, 20 minutes, it could be a really great match. And they've got bloody time. Oh, what else are they going to do? Just speak to bloody mm. Rosenberg for half an hour about what he thinks about John Cena. Let's let's like we could just have a match with these two. Social media lounge. Well, Charlie Caruso That's has got something to do. I suppose, at least yeah. going to be forty-five minutes long. Yeah, who's and Maria Menounos? Yeah, Maria Menounos. She's got to do some stuff there. You have got Sam Roberts. He's got yeah. to do some gubbins around. Um, maybe Jerry Lawler's going to give his thoughts on a product that he doesn't watch. You know, there's there's all this stuff that you've got to fit into this two-hour pre-show. I just think you could at least set aside twenty minutes of that to give the cruiserweight some time, and then not put it on the Blu-ray, well, so yeah. they don't get any royalties. Just give them that, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like anyone buys the Blu-ray in 2018. Well, yeah, I, I, I want to see how big that royalty actually is. But but if you're on the it, pre-show, it, it was enough for Austin Aries to leave. I think that was probably just a straw that broke a camel's back. Uh, it's your turn to go first. Uh, I think oh, it's tough because although I've just been bigging it up, I don't. I'd have been more interested if this was someone like Drew Gulak or it have been Buddy Murphy mm. or if it had been my prediction, my hopeful prediction of Rockstar Spud. I think these two are really great. I just I think there are better people within this tournament. Like Roderick Strong was in this tournament. Like you know, I think Tezau would have been a better choice. There's all these other guys I'd have picked above these two. But I'm going to pick Cedric. Yeah, I'm going to go for Cedric as well. Yeah. It's um they you cannot fault these guys in ring. Oh work. God, you cannot! I, I love Mustafa Ali's reverse four fifty finisher. Cedric Alexander. We we talk about him all the time. So like good. We, we I mean, we did all our fantasy bookings for the cruiserweights. Were pushing Cedric Alexander. So, uh, that but that's purely because how good in the ring he is. In terms of character, there's not much to these guys. Whereas uh, other performers have a lot more oomph and, and dimension to them. So yeah, it's it's kind of like. WWE have gone for generic babyface. Kind of like when TJP won the original Cruiserweight mm-hmm. tournament. So, and I maybe that's the bad side of Triple H booking stuff. He he really he almost values in ring work too much. Whereas Vince McMahon is <laughs> give him a, a a disco ball and a Fungosaurus gimmick. Mm-hmm. There's probably a, a healthy medium in there somewhere. Uh, uh, my uh, wife also picked Cedric. Um, my lady partner. Didn't didn't care. Oh, this, this is the one she missed. This was the one she did not. She just said, "Oh, I don't know what that is." So, <laughs> and I, she yeah. should have watched that four way from a couple of weeks ago. Oh, we're belting. Yeah. Uh, so next up, the Raw Tag Team Championship match: The Bar 
versus Braun Strowman and a mystery partner. So, do we want to have two predictions here? Mm. One of who is going to win and who the mystery partner is? I think yes. Yes, I think yes, I think yes as well. Uh, I went first last time, therefore it is your Damn turn. It. Okay. You hate going first, don't you? Only on ones where I don't know. <laughs> because I like you to argue for me. I'm like, okay, that's a good point. I'll use that. Uh, okay, so I think... I think... Uh, I think Braun think Braun is winning mm-hmm. but it's close like this isn't I, I'm not I'm not uh, 100% set on that at all Braun Strowman's initials are BS by the way mm-hmm. I just wrote that down kind of uh, mystery partner who's the mystery partner I don't want to say Rey Mysterio I don't <laughs> want to give Sports Illustrated the <laughs> the credence uh, don't want to give Justin Brasso anything I but it would it okay I'm gonna go with Mysterio because it would fit with that WWE WrestleMania surprise thing that will probably become a spot over the next few years based on how well the Hardy stuff went down last mm-hmm. year. So yes, I'm gonna go for uh, Mysterio, and if not Mysterio, my backup pick is Kenny Omega. <laughs> CM Punk. Imagine that. CM Punk return confirmed. Uh, I'm also going with Braun, uh, with the partner being James Ellsworth. Okay, you're sticking with that. I'm sticking with my Ellsworth prediction. I think that uh, the way, if if it were me, uh, if I was booking this, I would have had Braun come out on his own. Commentator's going like, well, "Where's his partner? Where's the, who's the partner going to be?" He just walks backstage and just drags out the limp body of James <laughs> Ellsworth, drags him all the way down the WrestleMania Fresh ramp, kill. and just th- throws him against the apron, and then has the match. And then during the match. The bar get the heat, mm-hmm. and they start beating him down, and it builds to a James Ellsworth hot tag. The crowd oh getting amping in anticipation for Ellsworth to tag, and he's just there, like, <laughs> like just propped up on the apron, holding out an arm to get a tag, and he just goes in, gets destroyed by the bar because he's James Ellsworth, and then Braun gets the hot tag again, and he wins. That is superb. Uh, I I rip. I would prefer that to happen. <laughs> yeah. I think Mysterio is going to be the one. Uh, my lady partner said went for Braun Strowman and the mystery partner because of some classic wrestling logic because it should be someone good if it's a mystery (laughs) she's not wrong there well if it's James Ellsworth though that's great yeah it's a great show Mm. Uh, my uh, wife has also picked Braun and the mystery partner Uh, next up one of the the most this is the one I'm most looking forward to. Actually, let's have a look at the Ooh, I was going to say, there's some matches on here that I think could be ones I'm really looking forward to. You know what? From an in-ring standpoint, I'm actually looking, I'm looking forward to the three-way SmackDown Tag Team Championship match over AJ Nakamura. Well, when they sort of first teased, I was a bit like, oh, why are you doing the Usos in the New Day mm. uh, fast? And that's when I suddenly had this epiphany. I was like, oh my God, they're going to do the three-way at WrestleMania. And as soon as I thought, I was like, I had the flashbacks of Revival, DIY, North Japan. I was like, this match could be... I'm so excited for yes. this match. I think this this is the first match we talked about on this card that I'm genuinely really looking forward to. I am stoked for this match. I think it's going to be an absolute barn burner. Mm. Hashtag uh, barn burner. And so who are you going for? Oh, it's, it's a tough one. It's the Usos' first time on the main roster. I don't think putting the belts on the New Day is really the best thing to do right now. Uh, but do you put the belts on the Bludgeon Brothers? I'm going for an Usos retention. Whoa! I'm going Bludgeon Brothers yeah. win. Um, and, see, and then it's like a reign of dominance in the tag division. How can they, how can they uh, be 
uh, usurped and then the Usos and New Day maybe come together again SummerSlam I like that that's very good yeah that'd be quite good I'm really I'm really behind that idea uh, yeah I'm sticking with my Usos retention Mm. despite my love for the Hammer Brothers I'm I'm sticking with sticking with the brothers in the the spirit in the spirit of Hammer based objects uh, oh yeah thank you to everyone who got in touch for what we should call the the sort of little community that's on Wrestle Talk's Patreon because it's very nice there and everyone talks to each other it seems as Luke informed me yes. I might dip in and, and have a chat uh, you should have they're lovely people yeah uh, but we don't have a name for them you know everything else is like Swaft Nation or the Pod Swafters for the podcast fans After Swafters for people who watch this show on YouTube but then listen to the podcast bits on on audio form. Uh, pledge hammers. Pledge hammers. The pledge hammers. Pledge hammers. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I can't remember again. Playing on an old gimmick here. Can't remember who said yes. it, but I thought it was a great suggestion. Should have written that down. Yeah, we should have done. Got a hell of a lot of upvotes. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I really should just do it better in mm. terms of writing down. Like when you see something on Reddit, just just jot down who said it. I don't know when. I read so many things on Reddit, the clues in a name. I can't write down everything I read and when I want to steal their opinions later on. <laughs> be, oh, it's too much. The, the whole show would just be footnotes. Could be. We do. Okay, uh, lady partner predictions. Uh, my wife has gone for The New Day. Really, yes. My lady partner also has The New Day because they have fun, colourful outfits and the best name. <laughs> the New Day? Yep. Well, I mean... Apparently it's a good name. No, no, Bludgeon Brothers is the best name out of those three. I think that's the best name for a stinky boy. (laughs) Whereas a beautiful smelling girl Mm -hmm. likes the idea of a new day. Oh, and look how colourful their outfits are. Very true. I I even said to her, you know, they wear unicorn horns sometimes down to the ring. And she went, do they? (laughs) Like That was the most interested she's ever been in wrestling outside of uh, Glorious uh, Bobby Roode's theme tune. That is what Vince McMahon always wanted. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I really really am actually in-ring wise looking forward to that match the most. I think it's going to have the most drama. It's it's just as long as they're given time. We do Mm. have to remember this is a well it's a 13 match confirmed card. Could be a 14 match card. But let's, even if we're just sticking with a 13-match card, that's a lot of wrestling, even to fit within a seven-hour show. Mm. So this really could be an absolute show-stealing match, a weekend-stealing match, if it's given time. Because if it only gets seven minutes, then oh, yeah. then it's not really going to be the great in-ring match we want it to be. But if it's, if it's given that, that 15, 20 minutes that it needs, it could be an absolute incredible match. If it's a Bludgeon Brothers squash match... Although that's kind of cool, I don't think now's the time to do that because you just kind of did that up fast lane. Uh, but yes, United States Championship match. Speaking match of matches you don't care about. I, well, I didn't care about it oh, until Rusev, rumoured to have asked for his release mm-hmm. or uh, merchandise sales, whatever reason you want to put for it. You showed me the WrestleMania program earlier. Yeah, I saw someone share it on Twitter. It was Matthew of Botchamania retweeted it, so I can't remember who originally shared the image. But um, it was from the WrestleMania program, and you can tell how late in the day the decision was made for Rusev to be added into this match, because in the program, it's just his head. So you've got like, the, the head and body of Bobby Roode, the head and body of Randy Orton, and the head and body of Jinder. And then in the background, you just have Rusev's head 
on top of like a, a shaded out, almost like vacant. It's vacant. It's body. vacant silhouette yeah. with uh, Rusev's face just superimposed onto it. So yeah, very much a last minute thing. Kind of but, in a Bohemian Rhapsody configuration. Yeah, it does look a little bit like that. I see a little silhouette yes. of a man. Yeah, very much that way. Maybe that's the new Rusev Day song they can parody. Oh, Aiden English would be fantastic at that Rusev as well. Rhapsody. Yeah, Bohemian, Bohemian Rusev. Rusev. Uh, so yes, it's Randy Orton defending his United States title against Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and Rusev. Tough I got, one. I got to go first, so uh, it's your turn to go. So I this is a tough one because my heart is screaming Rusev, singing Rusev Day, but I my head is like no, the company are behind. Look, these are like three. Such company guys. Randy Orton has been the company guy forever. Jinder Mahal was the company guy last year when they were trying to spearhead their expansion into India. And Bobby Roode was like the company guy in NXT, one of Triple H's chosen clones. As much as I love Bobby Roode, that was only being facetious there. Uh, I... I'm going to go Rusev. I'm going to trust you're in gonna, my heart. Oh, you're going with Rusev. trust in my heart. Uh, I am going for Bubbles via heel turn. Ooh, that's that works. I think that, that I works. think Rude is recapturing it. I'm thinking maybe even like um, uh, a punt to the knob uh, of Randy Orton <laughs> into a glorious DDT, <laughs> oh, okay. um, and that's how he's going to win the belt. I think he's going to get like a proper low blow, mm. solidify this heel turn for for Bobby Rude, and then we can kind of set off on a much better year for him. You, that, you fingers have, crossed. You've given me a, an image of what I now want. Uh, Bobby Roode's finisher to be the glorious punks, punks where they're just someone's lying down on their back but their legs are, are sort of spread eagled and Bobby Roode can set up like Randy Orton used to for that punt yep. just punt kick him in the dick <laughs> just kick him in the dick kick mate him straight in the dick a friend of mine actually my uh, best man at my wedding his wife um, bring always, that up <laughs> always used to say we once took her to a, a local wrestling show mm. and her argument she's always had with wrestling is just like why don't wrestlers just kick each other in the head because surely that's the quickest way to take someone down. So any move that involves like someone being kicked really hard, preferably in the head, or in that case, in the groin, that would be what we would call a Nikki-approved move. Right. I mean, it's an illegal move. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got to do it. Well, Goldust did it for years with Shattered yeah. Dreams. Uh, so my lady partner has also gone for Bobby Roode. Well... She did not talk about heel turns, but the reason is... For the music. Well, my wife has picked Rusev. Whoa! Yes. I mean, this is uh, heel turns of our own <laughs> respective partners there. Uh, next up is the and uh, the Raw's version of the mid-card feud. Another multi-person match. Gotta get everyone on the card, brother. Jeez. Wow. I mean, I'm a bit exhausted now by multi-person matches. Well, we did get an email about that um, last week, didn't we? It was like, mm. are WWE too, doing too many multi-person matches? And... Yeah, I mean, going by this card. Yeah. Uh, so The Miz is defending his Intercontinental title against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Finn Bluer. Um, uh, my turn to go first. I'm going, excuse me, for The Architect. I think that Seth Rollins yeah. is capturing the IC gold, and then him and, excuse me, Balor can feud over it while Miz has his paternity leave. Do you, do you think Miz is going away? Yeah, I could see him as going away for a while, and then when he comes back, it's about him trying to recapture the IC, tel- IC belt so he can become the longest reigning mm. uh, IC champ. That so- sounds like a babyface storyline. Well, it feels like 
They're trying to turn him babyface. I think that's a real bad idea. Oh, that's a terrible idea. It's a dreadful idea. Um, Remember the last time that Miz was a babyface? You and I caught a little glimpse of it when we watched an old pay-per-view for the uh, Patreon-exclusive podcast. Mm. Was it Money in the Bank 2011 when Miz was on the pre-show? And it was when like Ric Flair had endorsed him and given him the figure four. Yes. And we were like, this is dreadful. Why? Uh-huh. Are we, no, no one's cheering for the Miz. No one's cheering for babyface Miz. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I don't because it could go several ways here. It's n- could go three ways technically. Yes, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Miz. I'm gonna go. You go Miz. Miz retention. Yes, interesting. I think they because he's got the hasn't his his new show is coming to a climax soon. He's had the kid. They won mixed match challenge. Apparently, they were super baby facing it up there as well with all the the dog charity stuff. Sorry to bring up dogs <laughs> in front of you. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go Miz retention. Interesting. And my lady partner has gone for Finn Balor because of the makeup. But do we know if we're getting the makeup? Because I... they haven't announced it being the demon. Yes. So they've just announced it as Finn Blur. So mm. it could likely just be Balor coming out with all of his lovely abs and his jacket. Is that why what your lady partner's gone for? No, Finn she's Finn Balor act- because of the abs. I'm surprised she didn't pick Finn Balor because she finds him very attractive. But um, she's actually gone with Seth Rollins. Mm. Who's also very attractive. Yeah, he, he's also got wonderful abs. I'm hard for him. <laughs> you are. Uh, Alexa, but that came out, out really <laughs> crude saying that. The Wrestle Ramble will be right back after these short messages. This podcast is brought to you in part by Patreon. For just $5 a month, you'll get access to the Wrestle Ramble Extra, a monthly podcast where Ollie and I review shows from wrestling's past. If you pledge now, you'll get our back catalogue of episodes, including Money in the Bank 2011, Armageddon 2000, Wrestle Kingdom 10, and No Way Out 2004, and many others, as well as this month's episode, which will be WrestleMania 25. And $10 plus backers will become part of the Ramble Club, our new show where we talk about about wrestling from around the world, including reviews of the Golden Lovers vs. Cody and Marty Skrull, Austin Aries vs. Eli Drake, and many, many more. All that and so much extra, so head over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk for more information. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Alexa Bliss <laughs> defending her title against Nia Jax on the Raw women's side. Yep. Um, your turn to go first. Uh, I'm obviously Nia Jax. Mm. It's my gal Nia Jax. Gotta go, Jax. Uh, and like, you can't really tell this storyline with Alexa Bliss bullying Nia Jax in the way that she has without ending with Jax getting her revenge in the feel-good moment at the biggest show of the year. So definitely, Jax. If they if they do it any other way, I think that's a mistake. And I also think I don't think Carmella should cash in here either. If she does cash in, maybe the next night i was going to say the same thing i'm going also for a jacks win um i don't know i wonder if they are going to do the carmella cash in because they keep talking about well michael cole always keeps talking about the the seth rollins cash in at mania 31 about mm-hmm. how it's like this great wrestlemania moment they, i think they've really built this idea up that cashing in at wrestlemania is like this really big momentous thing because it, it really was i mean i was i'll never forget uh rollins yes. cashing in and the the excitement that came with that um, so I wonder whether because it's the first women's money in the bank that they'll do it here as well. Mm. I don't know. I think it'll either be on uh, WrestleMania or they'll do it the night after against Jax. But I do think Jax is winning here. Uh, and your lady partner? Has also gone with Nia Jax. Uh, as has mine because of the t-shirt song and tweeting you. It's up there. She's, she's written. Yes, it is. Well, on that t-shirt that I got you for Christmas. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Uh, Smackdown Women's Championship now. Charlotte Flair defending against Asuka. Mm, so the rumour being that Asuka is not only going to win here, she's going to retain through to WrestleMania 35, mm. where she'll then have a match against Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship, which some sites have even said could be the main event of the show, the wow. actual main event, the last match on the card. So uh, I'm going for Asuka here. I think it's the only result that makes sense. Exactly. Same here, Asuka. There's not much, not really more... Much, not much more to say on that. No, I think taking away the undefeated streak at this point would be mm. absolutely ridiculous. But so WWE. So, <laughs> no, so WWE would have been to do it on SmackDown. Yes, or Fastlane. Or at Mixed Match uh, Challenge. So um, my lady partner is one of the ones who hasn't gone for Asuka, though. Wow. Because she told me last night, streak's got to end sometime. Sounds boring. Well... Going by YouTube comments, but we get a lot of comments in here that are bored by Asuka's streak. She compared because she doesn't like Superman. And I'm always trying to say, look, th- th- he is a good character. I get the criticism that he is invulnerable and that takes away a lot of the dramatic impact. But the, he, when he's done right, it's it's good. But she says, uh, it sounds like Superman to me. Mm. But why would you want a streak? Like, there's, I know she's not going to lose. I'm like, but you, you, you like the streak, so you don't want her to lose. It's it's always There's always something on the line that makes it... anyway. Charlotte Flair because of her flips and gymnastic ability. Wow, yes. that's a hell of a reason to pick her. Because she she once saw a match 
where Charlotte did the moonsault off the turnbuckle to the outside, the twisting one. Mm. I can't remember. Was that it was, WrestleMania? It was WrestleMania yeah, a couple of years ago, yeah. Way. And uh, she likes the makeup that Charlotte has, the sparkly things on her face. Does she still do the sparkly things? I haven't things? seen it for a yeah. while. Oh, who's going to wear a Wonder Woman outfit? <laughs> That's the other's <laughs> prediction. Mickey James, Sasha Banks. I think it's. I think it's Charlotte's turn. No, well, you said to me when we did the WrestleMania 25 Patreon podcast that mm. apparently Charlotte's getting like a big Triple H-esque uh, entrance yes. this year. Yeah, that's what I think she said that in an interview. Yeah, I forgot that about she's that. getting a massive uh, entrance. I think this match, of all the women's matches on the card, this is one that's going to be given the most time. Mm. Yes, I agree. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon oh, yes, versus mate. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. A feud I was really starting to go down on because it wasn't going anywhere. You went down on a yeah, feud. a couple of couple of times, <laughs> and then they've just turned it around in this last couple of weeks because D. Bry is medically cleared and he's wrestling again. And boy, howdy, am I excited to see him again! It's like Daniel Bryan medically cleared, yay! <laughs> Shane McMahon also medically cleared. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> um, uh, so yes, that's happening. It's tremendously exciting, and one that really is the catalyst for me going. Oh, WrestleMania. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. I cannot wait. I'm in WrestleMania fever mode. I don't even think I will get WrestleMania fatigue this year. Wow. I'm so, honestly, I'm so excited about WrestleMania and the surrounding celebrations and other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ring of Honor Supercard, which I'm going to try and watch uh, bits of on Sunday. NXT. And, you know, the Raw and SmackDown and Mania itself. And it is really down to Brian. He's the pivot point there. It, it, it's funny as well because you and I even had this conversation when Brian was medically clear. Like, we just came into, the, on, into work that day beaming smiles. Yes. We were in just such a good mood. And it was on that day that I was just like, do you know what? Like, and now I'm looking at the rest of the card and all of a sudden I feel excited about more of the matches. Mm-hmm. And it was just the inclusion of Daniel Bryan. There was stuff that I previously was excited about but just didn't realise I was excited by it. Yes. Then I found out that Daniel Bryan was wrestling, and I'm like, oh, actually, I am looking forward to Ronda Rousey Day. I am looking forward to Charlotte Asker. I am looking forward to that SmackDown uh, tag team match. Oh, God, there's loads on this show I'm mm. really excited for. Yeah, Bryan... Brings out the best in us. He's sort of like just yes-chanted away oh. our cynicism, our jaded perspective on wrestling sometimes. So, I am going first... Of course, the stipulation is if Owens and Zayn lose, they remain fired. So there's two ways this can go. Mm. Owens and Zayn... Like many matches. Yes. I just wanted to point that out because when you said the three ways, there's like there's only several ways this could go. Actually, there's only three ways this can go. I mean, it could be a disqualification. Maybe I'm not just talking about the result. Maybe I'm talking about story elements that happen in the action. So Sorry. there are only there are two ways that I see this going. Owens and Zayn lose and are thus fired from SmackDown, remain fired, and then they turn up on Raw on Monday night. That is that is a serious contender and one that. Maybe I'm going to go for the other one is that Shane McMahon turns heel on Daniel Bryan, giving him a much needed rejuvenation in character. Hopefully, maybe he can pull it off. I mean, he was effectively a heel a couple of weeks ago and he sides with Owens and Zayn, which makes no sense looking at the larger story back to the Zayn heel turn. It It really would just be a turn for shock's sake with no real justification in character or storyline for it. Which is why I think that WWE are going to do it. And it creates a Shane McMahon-Daniel Bryan 
feud that they can run on SmackDown. WWE love McMahon authority figure storylines. So I'm going to go Owens and Zayn win because of a McMahon heel turn. God damn. I'm actually going to say the exact same thing. I've seen a lot of people this week saying that they think that um, Daniel Bryan is the one that's going to be turning heel. But oh, I be the, the worst mu- business move. be the dumbest thing that company and this company has done some dumb things in its time like mm-hmm. let's not let's not try to sugarcoat that this company has done some dumb things in its time Brock Lesnar losing his first match back after coming back from UFC being one of them just one of them turning Daniel Bryan at this point just after he's medically cleared would be the dumbest thing this company mm. has ever done if there's a heel turn at all. If there's a heel turn at all. But Daniel Bryan in particular would be the dumbest option in that. But uh, I think that Owens and Zayn will win. I think we will get a Shane McMahon heel turn, leading to a Shane Bryan match at SummerSlam. Mm. Um, yeah, that's where I think we're going. And then you can have like Bryan as just being like the, the bullied underdog on SmackDown Live, not giving in the opportunities. It's the land of opportunity, but not for you, Daniel Bryan. It's yes. just the land of opportunity for, for Owens and Zayn. Uh, so my lady partner has also gone for Owens and Zane. Mm-hmm. You'll like this <laughs> because his name is like Luke's. It is. A I mean, li- it's exactly like Luke's. Uh, going by some Luke of the, Owens. I was going to say some of the people on YouTube seem to think that it is my name. Uh, and I think Shane is the one you take the piss out of <laughs> on your videos. She's referring to Wrestle Sketch and the high-pitched voice that she <laughs> likes. Uh, what about? Your lady partner. Nearly said it uh, Name it. Yeah. Um, uh, she has gone for D. Brian Shane, so she's gone for a baby Ooh. face victory. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Kurt. Uh, yeah, another kind of multi-person match. The last one, though, tag match. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Yeah, this is um, Triple H has got a lot of work on his hands uh, mm. in this match. He has got to carry three other people to. Uh, Kurt to- can still go. Well, well, I don't know where you're basing this off of. I, do you, do you Survivor Series, he wasn't amazing. But well, yeah, no, before then, he was having a lot of. But good I'm saying, but like, Kurt, I think Kurt is. He is still very good. He is not the Kurt Angle of old. Is more the point I'm making. But Triple H is still the Triple H of old. He still goes at the same level he did nearly 20 years ago. And so I think that Triple H is going to be the person who can carry this match into being really good. The the the, the thing about this though. The, the real conversation we had about this is the length of time that it gets. Because mm. we've got to remember this is a Triple H match at WrestleMania. And if there's one thing that Triple H loves at WrestleMania, it's a 25-minute 30 match when it doesn't need to be. And there is a, this match needs to have like the, the Cena, Nikki Bella, Miz and Maurice time length that it had last year. Where it's like you just get your 10, 12 minutes and you, you do your bit mm. and you get out of there. That's what this needs. It doesn't need to go half hour, but I have a bit of a worry it will. Well, even though it's a tag match rather than a self-indulgent singles match. Are you trying to say the Triple H uh, can't even see a tag match not being self-indulgent? Yes. Well, well yeah, it's Stephanie, Stephanie and Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, but I, I, I will defend Kurt Angle. I think mm-hmm. he's going to be very, very good. And we're all going to go, oh, yeah, that's the Kurt Angle. Because that's it's WrestleMania. Hope- that's what I'm hoping, man. That's what uh, I'm hoping. So uh, did I go? Yeah, you go first this time. I'm going for Rousey Kangle. I think Rousey is going to tap out um, Stephanie to win the match. That's the only logical conclusion to this, really. Yes, same. Uh, Ronda Rousey's first match. They've spent so much money on her. She's going to spearhead this women's division. So definitely, definitely, definitely. I think she'll... um, Maybe she'll even remain undefeated. I was about to say the exact same thing. I think she'll be undefeated until Mania next year. 
and then you have Streak versus Streak with title on the line. Wowzers. Which works even better, I suppose, if Asuka does move over to SmackDown. Which, which presumably she must, right? Uh, yeah. WWE Championship match. AJ Styles defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, so but I didn't do the the lady partner ones. So my lady partner said Stephanie McMahon and Triple H because Triple H looks more muscly. Miley, my wife has gone for Rousey and Angle. Cool. Team Olympic. So AJ Styles and Nakamura. So uh, we got I got a lot of messages about this yesterday. Um, WWE put up a video on the network. Uh, it's called like Chronicle Shinsuke mm. Nakamura. And it's this little half hour mini documentary that kind of tells Nakamura's journey from Mania, from Royal Rumble up until this point here, just before we go to WrestleMania. In that half hour, it has done more to get me excited about this match than the four weeks of build that they've had on SmackDown. So that's what, eight? No, my math is terrible. 16 hours worth? Four times? No, hang on. Eight. Four times two? It is eight, isn't it? Math wasn't my strong suit. I'm not very good at maths. Eight hours. There's maths, though, and then there's four times eight. Yeah, even then, man, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm really okay. bad at it. I can't, like, numeric, like numbers just don't make sense okay. to me. Um, but, it's, uh, but yeah, I, they've done more in this half hour than they have in the eight hours they've had of TV time. To, to build this match it's a really great documentary and all, while I was watching it A I thought this is Triple H produced and the second thought I had was just like man if Triple H was in charge they would have cut this up into segments and mm-hmm. put this on Smackdown mm-hmm. they cut little chunks out of this similar to the Roderick Strong stuff they did on NXT and they recently did it with TM61 on NXT as well like when they did their big return it's great I highly recommend everyone go and check it out it's so good and it just gives Nakamura like it, it, it gives him something. Like it, it's at the moment, he's just like he's Shinsuke Nakamura. He's the artist across the screen. He's the rock star across the screen. This makes him feel like a, a genuine, real person. The, if anything, though, the one thing it does do, it exposes the business in that Nakamura has got a really good grasp of the English language, but he doesn't do that on TV because that's technically not his character. Uh, no but he actually speaks English really, really well. But they don't want to put that up on TV, I guess. Um, because that's not the character he wants to play. He wants to play this more wacky character that only says certain things mm. in very weird cadences. Uh, but it's it's just it's really really great, and it's actually told mostly in kayfabe. I well, I'm I'm going to go for Nakamura. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> a, a long way of long way that. that, yeah. And and you? I'm also going Nakamura. I mean, he has to, doesn't he? I think at this point, yeah. Uh, so that because he, I mean, he was under. Imagine how much better this build would have been if Nakamura didn't lose to Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam last year. And TLC? Uh, yeah. Nice one, Jinder. Was You're still TLC? ruining no, matches. It wasn't TLC, was it? It was... Because um, that was a Raw show. It was a Raw show. It was one of those shows. He lost at another one. Hell in a Cell? That was the next one, wasn't it? Yes, I think it was Hell in a Cell. Undertaker versus John Cena. Ooh. In big quotation marks here. because I... I've worked myself into a shoot, brother. <laughs> Have you really? I'll let you Tell do me your, more. I'll let you do your one first. Well, if this match is happening... If is a big if this match is happening. I've got a video going up about this tomorrow here on Wrestle Talk about how I think this match and build has been absolute genius. It's just the sort of big five minutes of me gushing about the, the how much I love the build they've done for this match and how excited they have made me for a match that isn't even confirmed on a WrestleMania mm. card. If this match is happening, it's got to be Taker. I think Taker is winning. Okay, why? Because last one song. Yeah, I guess so. Um, also, I don't think it's going to be... Like, it's not going to be the Dead Man Undertaker. Also, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be American Badass Undertaker. I think it's just going to be Mark Calloway. It's just going to be a real life... But if it's... 
if it is like if they're not just going to do the confrontation i could definitely see him coming out as just like as mark calloway i'm not here to do character i'm not here to be the undertaker i'm not the dead man i'm not the american badass but i'm a man and you took things too far when you said those things about me boy and i'm gonna teach you some respect no go old school take you down my yard and do all that sort of undertaker stuff that he does i i'm gonna say na so you think it's not going to happen at all? Yes. Is this your cheating prediction? No, no, no. It's it's me. Look, if it, it's a lot more realistic for me to say Taker or Cena. I'm going to go a third way because sometimes <laughs> singles matches can have three yeah, possible yeah. outcomes. I uh, I was and I have been so adamant that this match is happening, mm-hmm. and that you know for the for quite a long time because that's what Dave Meltzer said, and Dave Meltzer is very reliable. To, like. Contrary to what a lot of people say, and it wasn't just Meltzer; it was other places as well. Uh, Undertaker was in training; you could see that with Michelle McCool's posts and stuff. John Cena has been building up the match for ages on Raw television, but they've never confirmed it. So they do have an out, of course. Everyone expects it to happen, and that is why I think it's it's Undertaker's going to show up. Maybe John Cena finally gets in the ring. Uh, late in the show, not main event level, but just before, and he, you know, does one last call out of Taker. Lights go down, comes up, he's there. They shoot like a physical angle, so you do get a bit of physicality. But then they somehow set up a match for WrestleMania 35, mm-hmm. and that that replicates that Rock John Cena WrestleMania 27 into 28 model. Still the highest grossing pay per view ever. Uh, of course that isn't really the era now we're in network buys but you can have a year-long build for that match and i just feel like 35 that feels like a more momentous number weirdly anything divisible by five feels better doesn't it than 34 so you can like wrestlemania 20 25 30 35 that's will they call it the 35th anniversary of wrestlemania maybe maybe at the 50th or the 40th (laughs) but not not at 35 so i yeah I think it's just going to be an angle. And this this comes from... I didn't really think this until Mike Johnson of PW Insider said this on Tuesday, I believe, where he said, look, I've I've only heard he's scheduled to appear. I haven't heard he's scheduled to wrestle. And that was... At first, I was outraged. How dare they? This has got to be a match. But the more I've thought about it, I actually think this is the better idea. Mm -hmm. And I, I cannot believe I'm saying that. I've... I've worked myself into a shoot, brother. I, you know, I'm in agreement with you. I think that it's to build it up until next year would be better than just giving it to us here. Mm-hmm. But if it is happening here, I think Undertaker is winning. But my preferred option would it would mm. be that confrontation, and you build up to a Mania match next year. Uh, my lady partner agrees with me completely separately. I haven't told her this. She says, John Cena, as maybe The Undertaker, won't show up and he's not really coming out of retirement. Well. I mean, she says Taker's not showing up at all, which is, uh, that's next level trolling on WWE part. Uh, my wife has picked The Undertaker. Right. If the match happens. Uh, so, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Here's a real main event Ooh, for you. And, you know, unpredictable uh, as the main event. Well, and it must be the main event. I think it will be the main event. Yeah. I mean, Roman Reigns. What else would be the main event if it's not this match? Uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda that, Rousey match. N- no. The John Cena taker. Unless the Rousey match is going half an hour. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, or, or Cena Taker. Yeah, possibly. But it's yeah, of all the matches on this card, this is the one that I can definitely see being the most main yeah. event uh, level match. It's interesting that neither of us said AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura there, but I, hmm. I think that's going to get the Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt spots from last year, where it's just sort of like... I was like third or fourth from top. I think was like you know third from top maybe. Uh, yeah. So are we both going Roman Reigns? Yeah, I think Reigns yes. is winning. Yeah, yeah. That that's undeniable. That mate. The only real intrigue, really, it'll be a well worked match, but I, oh. I I don't think it's going to be dramatically engaging. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, actually, no. You you are right. It isn't going to be dramatically engaging. However, like I keep going back to this, their Mania Thirty One match was great. Like, it was really really good. But yeah, good in ring but like if i'm not invested in the characters there's only so much mm-hmm. i i can enjoy the match and especially when the audience is going against the grain of what the match is saying as well but it's interesting you say that though because throughout this whole year when we've been predicting uh, brock lesnar matches you've always been saying like oh i'm really looking forward to this because i really like a brock lesnar match yes. and you know brock lesnar was in your top 10 of the year i yes, believe he yeah, was yeah, so yeah. you're invested in brock right I am invested in Brock in the right opponent. Like, I was not invested in Brock versus Kane versus Strowman, (laughs) but I was super invested in Lesnar versus Styles. The SummerSlam match, the SummerSlam match. But even though you knew that Lesnar was always winning those. Um, So the SummerSlam one had doubt. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was... That was the, around the time where Lesnar had supposedly re-entered himself into the Asada drug testing pool. There was a lot of speculation <coughs> he might lose. Uh, likewise, before the Samoa Joe match, a few people were like, "Yeah, Joe actually might win this." Oh, no, I always knew. Well, yeah, I, I know, but at least there was a little bit of doubt. This is uh, plus, you know, as great as Roman Reigns is in ring, I, d- I don't like him. I don't. I don't like. Sorry, I don't like the character that he plays. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way he's booked. So, I, it's. It's like the popular opinion, the mainstream opinion is Roman Reigns isn't working. Then there's a country, a, a contrarian opinion is, yeah, but he's such a great wrestler. And it's, we sort of saw it in the Wrestle Talk 100 where Roman Reigns featured quite highly in a lot of people's top 20s. I, I cannot comprehend that because you, he's not even in the top. He's a very good wrestler, but there's no way he's in the top 20 wrestlers in the world mm-hmm. because the, the quality is so high. The only way I can see that happening is because people have fallen into this contrarian mindset and I was there for a bit because after a while you get sick of ragging on Roman Reigns for so long you start to go to the other way thinking that maybe he's not so bad he does put on good matches yada 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 but the build for this show I've gone the other way I'm just like you know what that or maybe like a, a middle ground bit I really appreciate he's in ring work the guy has been given the poor guy has been given this thankless task of Vince McMahon's pet project that no one that the majority or at least a, a vocal portion i'm not accepting and it's not working for me and it's just like the latest part of something not working i'm sick of it to be honest i no, i'm not invested in this match i am in that pool where i'm just like roman reigns is already i wouldn't have put him in the top 20 um i don't think but i think that he is a a incredible in-ring talent i think that he puts on really really great matches i think he's consistently put on really great matches particularly on pay-per-view and on tv i think that can't be denied but like you WWE have sort of shot themselves in the foot by giving him a crap character. A crap character that no one... People do sometimes get behind. I think they really had a chance to make this work this time. When they started doing like the Brock not showing up, and then they started doing it with Vince McMahon, I think they had a really good shot of making Roman Reigns work in this main event. 
But then Lesnar just came back, and then all that McMahon stuff was dropped, and then it was just now it's a different feud, and now it doesn't. I'm I'm less interested in it now than I was when they first did that. Why isn't Brock here? When Brock was no showing events, or when he showed up and just did that like 15 second match against Kane, like that. Like that was a much more interesting Brock Lesnar. It was a much more interesting Roman Reigns. Now it just feels like any other Roman Reigns feud, and I'm less interested in that. But I do think this is going to be a really, really good match. No. Fair no, enough. I, I, I disagree. Well, you know, it will be a good match, like I said, but I won't be invested in it. Anna has also... what I just said. Anna has... But, like, <laughs> my, my argument is, is that a good match, then? They, they, no, but I think there, there is an argument to be made that there is, it can, it is a really good match, but it's a match that I don't care about. You know, that, I think I think that that exists. That I, world, it does exist. Yeah, but I, I just think the, the wording's off. Like, it's a, it's a well... It's a very well worked in ring match but the match as a whole i i factor in you know commentary or the the crowd reactions and the story going into it and from all that especially if michael cole's commentating i but that would take something from a really great match into an incredible match uh i think it can work the other way too you think so you can go from a really great match into a quite pants match yes yeah interesting yeah uh, so my lady partner think you're wrong, by the way. has gone for Roman Reigns. My wife has picked Brock Lesnar. Oh, really? Yes. Bearing in mind that the last time my wife did this was when it was Brock Lesnar versus Ooh. The Undertaker. And who was laughing then? My lady partner didn't, like, she'd heard Brock Lesnar a lot because I talk about him a lot at home because he's always, it's quite a big news story a lot of the time. Uh, not to the extent where he throws stuff at buses, <clears throat> yeah. but still a pretty big news story. He was a fan. And... Uh, she, but she didn't know what he looked like, so she googled both men. She was appalled at what Brock Lesnar looked like. <laughs> really? She was like, "I did not expect him to look like that. He looks so nasty. You know, he just looks horrible." It's like, "Yeah, that's 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 yeah. why he's awesome." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like, I was like, in my head, you know, when you have like conversations in your head, and then you like, do not say that, Ollie. I was like, "You should see his wife." <laughs> And I was like, why did you even think that, Ollie? And it was just so I could look at Sable. Oh, I mate. Think. So luckily I didn't say that out loud. And we're 51 minutes into the podcast, so she won't know that I thought that in my head. So go on, then tell us all about your trip to a Wes Anderson experience oh, yesterday. That's the sort of guy I am. Uh, do, you, do you not want to speak about don't like we got a bit tense at the end. That's because we were like, uh, uh, do you know what? I'm predict. Do you want me uh, my prediction for uh, YouTube comments? Everyone loves me. Yes. I mean, aside from that, I mean that that's I mean, to be honest, that's like Roman Reigns winning the main event of WrestleMania yes. 34. It's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, there's a contingent of super Lukes. Well, yeah, there are, but there are going to be those people that when Ollie is talking about those contrarians that just like Roman Reigns, they're talking about me. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, and <laughs> and, and everyone else yeah. does it, yeah, yeah. So there are going to be people that are going to try and pick up on that, and that's going to fuel. That's going to give their fuel to their conspiracy theories that secretly you don't actually like oh, me because there, there are there are those people. They do exist that just think that you and I aren't actually friends. I like it when people like they really think about it and go, "Man, I'm telling you, they don't like each other." Like, just look at the way they, you know, these, but and they give examples. And wow, you really thought about something that really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, I, on them. I think that will fuel their fire. Mm. I really do. Well, that's the when you when you fly your flag for Roman, you run. I'm, I'm barely flying the flag for Roman though. You, I just think he's a really good in ring worker. Look, you know what you need to do. 
Just hate Roman? No, just agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, cool. I don't know what. It, yeah, so the Wes Anderson thing was very good. Yeah. It was it was the Grand Budapest Hotel, mm-hmm. uh, which I I mean, when was the last Wes Anderson film you watched? Fantastic, Mr. Fox. Hmm. Divisive because uh, you know you've got an American voicing Fantastic Mr. Fox, but I love it. You could, and you didn't like Life Aquatic or Royal Tenenbaums. I I think they're they're I think they're just fine. Like they're all like they're all perfectly fine three star films. Apart from Rushmore, which is ungodly boring. Mm. They're just just so fine. Like they are. What's a really bland ice cream flavor? Vanilla. Yeah. Okay. They are. I didn't want to go with the obvious. Yes. They are <laughs> vanilla ice cream. D- delicious, mm. but not. But there's so much more you could have. Like there's so much more interesting things you can actually have. Mm. I mean, you know, he is one of the most distinct visual styles in film for making vanilla flavored movies yeah, i know that's in, but it's not but it can't be vanilla though if it's if it's completely unique to him but he, he's making he's uniquely making <laughs> vanilla flavored movies well i he has got okay so everyone always says that marvel have got an amazing four star machine like they have just got this machine that just goes chugga, 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 and it just pumps out a four star movie Wes Anderson's got the exact same thing. He just pumps out three-star films. Mm. Like, every time, consistently, apart from Rushmore, which is ungodly boring, and Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is really bad. It's just like, and just pumping out these three-star films. I happen to love the guy. I know but I, I, I and, I'm not be, say, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'd be interested to see... Because I, I think Grand Budapest Hotel is so fun, and it's, it's the most romantic of all these films. And I know you're a romantic at heart. <laughs> And Ray Fiennes is great. Everyone seems to be having fun. Bill Murray's awesome in his little cameo bit. Well, he doesn't do much. He's just Bill Murray. Uh, but yeah, but they, they served... Because what one of the bits about the film is that it, it, it's all around Mendel's cakes. That's how they smuggle weapons. Not weapons, but digging tools into a prison. And they brought round these little extravagantly made three-tier shoe pastry chocolate buttercream pipes. Mm. I can say this stuff because now I watch Bake Off. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, little cakes, which were amazing. Mm. Oh, cool. Cool. And I know some people were worried because I said yesterday that MasterChef wasn't on, that I might have missed it. It's okay. We found out that it was on. Thank God. And it's on again tonight. Just you reminded me then when you mentioned Bake Off because we were going to watch Bake Off and the MasterChef was on and then that was it. Then we discovered a brand new show that we're really getting into called You're the Worst. It's on uh, Comedy Central. It's... um, uh, I, I think it's been around for a couple of years now because I think they're on their third season in the States but we're only just getting the first season here and it's just basically two people who are just the worst kind of people but find each other and sort of like just find this sort of happiness between each other but they don't really understand what this happiness is because they're so used to just hating everything and it's kind of them just trying to understand what being in a relationship is all about so it's a fiction yes oh because when you were talking I, I thought what a what a horrible reality <laughs> TV concept you just, but I suppose that would work. You just match up horrible people, yeah, like a blind date thing. Yeah, like a like a really awful first date. Mm. Mm. But um, it, it's I, very funny. I, I I chuckle throughout. We I, end up watching two episodes. I I'm I'm worried about Lost in Space next week. Oh, the Netflix yeah. show. Are you watching? Are you? Well, I was brought up on Lost in Space. My mum adored that show as a kid. And through that, I was I was sort of made to watch it on her VHSs as a kid, and I loved it. And then 
on sci-fi used to do reruns around a uh, cup of tea time when we got home from school so you i would watch you know like two episodes a day of 60s psychedelica mm-hmm. agent smith not agent smith uh dr smith camping it up mm-hmm. uh and yeah and, and then i even liked the matt leblanc that was gonna be my next question what did you think of the film well, i was too young to be critically aware and i really enjoyed it and i had all the toys and uh yeah, I just I found out about this last week because the freaking billboards are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I watched the trailer for the first time today. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It just makes me think, like, you, you, why? You Just so you can say Danger Will Robinson, have the character of Dr. Smith, and use the Lost in Space name. Those seem to be the only similarities. So why not just make something new? Because Lost in Space is an IP is it, that you... It, yeah. yeah, and that's all it is. It's, it's a recognisable name that I you can know, make something yeah. off the back of. I know. Which isn't... Incru- I'm not saying that as a, as a really good defence of why you should do that. I'm all for just making up an, a, um, a show. But, you know, that show might not get the promotional uh, material that this Lost in Space reboot has. Not everything is Stranger Things. Netflix don't love everything like they mm. love Stranger Things or Master of None. Boy, they love Stranger Things. Don't they just? <laughs> they they chuff and love it. I did see someone yesterday, though. Actually, you and I know him. It's Angus, mm. um, who's a, a writer for a website that you and I used to work for. Um, and uh, he posted up the this thing that kind of like boggled my mind a little bit, which is like, as he was sort of complaining why people were really praising... Um, Ready Player One and Stranger Things that are just kind of like riffing on this 80, 80s nostalgia. Because his general argument was like, anyone can have come up with these ideas. So it's not really that impressive. And I was like, well, anyone could come up with any idea. Like, that, that's not an argument for anything. Like, yeah, George Lucas came up with Star Wars. I mean, anyone could have come up with that. Eventually. Eventually, someone would have come up with it. Do you, do you ever think, because I, I suppose there's this big 80s nostalgia wave at the moment because all the people who grew up in the 80s are now like commissioning tv shows they're they're adults now uh, or making movies mm-hmm. and they and they want to emulate the ones they loved as children so in 30 years time is everyone going to be making nostalgic movies about the teens oh yeah suppose they they well, will in, be you it, know yeah. in 10 years time it will be about the 90s yeah and uh you'll just like be this Forever well, the, thing uh, looking backwards. The 30 year cycle is, is a thing. Like in the 80s, everyone was making stuff about the 50s. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and, you know, now we're in. Back the, to the future. Yeah, exactly. So now we're here, we are. Like it, Stranger Things, um, uh, Ready Player One. It's all this sort of like 80s nostalgia. And we actually had 80s nostalgia in the last decade as well. So I was surprised we haven't sort of moved on more towards the 90s, even though the 90s is making quite a bit of a resurgence. But I think in the next decade, we're really going to see a lot of 90s stuff. But you're interesting coming about like. What what are people going to be nostalgic yeah. for in the two thousands? Pants CGI CGI that doesn't hold up. Like yes. that's that's what we're going to be looking at. There'll for. be a lot of comedy films with using that as a joke, like yeah. how we mock the uh, the voiceover guy from the fifties or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that is a massive digress. We've actually <laughs> ran quite long. Uh, it's a, it's a long show as it already is. Let's do some quick iTunes reviews. Oh, go on then. From Love Ziggy, best podcast on God's green earth. This oh, is the podcast steady. equivalent of Omega versus Akada 2. Steady. Keep it up, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Love Ziggy. Thank you. And Kay Brindley, 80, he's a, probably nostalgic for the 80s, writes five star Tokyo Dome levels. Uh, I feel as if this podcast deserves more stars than Alpha versus Omega. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much, Kay Brindley. Sir. Uh, two, two Japanese 
back to back. Yeah, who would who'd have thunk it? And you did say when we left, you didn't make a Tokyo Joe, uh, Tokyo oh, Dome yes. joke. So do you want to do that now? AJ Styles Nakamura is going to be good, but it'd be better if it was in the Tokyo Dome. Oh, that's what it is, guys. Take us home, Luke. This is what you tune into the podcast for. We will see you. We're actually having a day off from podcasting uh, because what you're going to talk about, the Hall of Fame. We will <laughs> see you on Sunday for our reviews of NXT TakeOver New Orleans and possibly Ring of Honor's Supercard of Honor 12. Love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.